He's not even going to tell you. Can you hear us? Yeah. You ready? It's time to stop playing with the sound. You can come back to it tomorrow or after this meeting. Or when you finish that's the, the post that's recording. The, um, that, that's, the, that's the cold open that's right great. there. It's, what it's, he just <laughs> said. Adam, it's, I know you do the podcast now. So this is all about Adam. I think that's what it should be. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, welcome to Forefathers Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm Eric. I'm Adam. And this is Paul. And we're four fathers that have been walking life together for a long time. We're here to talk about family, food, faith, and other efforts. Today, actually, we're going to spend the day talking about Adam. <laughs> you guys have all been joining us for a number of episodes at this point. I figured it'd be nice to start to understand who we actually are a little bit more than just the uh, happenstance conversation that we have on this podcast. So. I guess the question I want to start out with is for everybody on this cast, what's a poignant memory you have or like a a memory that sticks with you from Adam from when he, from before he was 25, like as a kid, teenager, early 20 something. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? Oh, I don't know. I guess I'll take this this torch and run with it. I have a, a little bit of a diatribe, I guess, with it, but uh, I can kind of go into it a little bit. I was kind of sitting back when we kind of thought this uh, topic out a little bit. Um, and because Adam ended up being the first in the, the frying pan, I, I was trying to figure out, okay, what what would I sum Adam up into maybe one word? kind of a word that was you know so unique and so special that can only be told through uh, a mnemonic maybe i guess for me and i i figured you know that word that word kind of came to me while i was busy playing catch with my son today and it was it was the word arcade you know i think i'm going to break those letters down a little bit and kind of get into a little detail with that um and so you know that word arcade stood out clearly to me and so I formulated the following plan for him. When I think of arcade, I think obviously A, you know, I think of the word apathetic. Adam's a free spirit. He's, um, he has the enthusiasm for whatever he puts his mind into, as we all know, we've all been there. Um, one big story, I guess, for me when it comes to him being apathetic is that he called me up and asked me if I would be willing to uh, help him build a roof on a uh, certain sugar shack. The one thing he kind of left out in that conversation was that he created the sugar shack out of pallets and duct tape and grit and a whole lot of spit. <laughs> I guess you could call it a building inspector's code violation dream. It was always, uh, hey, did you clear this with a uh, certain um, board of inspectors or with the town? And it'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure. Everything's good. That was awesome. You know, so as we continue to build it, it was always one match away from burning down the house. You know, watch out, Devo. But as we all seen, you know, it's where the, all the sugar dreams are made. We have probably all benefited from something so amazing as his uh, uh, output of maple syrup production. That's that would be my A in in the word arcade there. But you know, as we continue on. We look into the word R, and you know, as we all know, Adam was a fantastic runner in high school. 
even into college. But he fulfilled that dream very much with two people. And those two people, you know, Nate and Eric, would chase him like a gazelle. And they would tackle him to the ground. And they'd use him as a tackling dummy. He got so good over the years. So fast. So swift. You were a great runner, Adam. <laughs> you talk of me like I'm dead. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but this totally sounds like an, an, an epitaph. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll keep plowing through here, but this is how I felt I could, you know, convey my understanding of Adam and his character. And let me just say, Eric, uh, uh, this is the good, when we do you, this is oh, totally. I know. Come I'm up. just waiting. This is the fact that you created. It's going to come back in double barrel. For, yeah, this the type is, A monster. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, hey, you know, that's why I chimed in the text with one word of this is going to be great. So we're back on to C for clever. It's no is not in his vocabulary. If you tell him that you need a 400 foot zip line that runs from the house over a swamp, darts between large maple trees, is a one way ticket to the emergency room for a young kid. He can't quit. He won't say no. He just wraps the rider in a thicker egg crepe foam duct tape and says a few more encouraging words before he pushes in their final resting place. Because at the end, there's a large queen mattress to soften the blow. But who needs brakes? All right. As I continue on, and this is going to be a very short run, so my apologies if I ramble. A is for being attentive. Or should I say that he doesn't let the word distract him from accomplishing what he said that's out to do? You know, if it's on his calendar, he treats it like suggestion. But if there's a wood to be split or someone is giving away a free arcade cabinet in Caribou, Maine, he's on it. Because who doesn't need an empty shell of a Super Zaxxon or a Gorf? Serious, man. Serious. <laughs> Well, he's on it, and then he calls right, you. Exactly. Says, hey, do you have hey. a trailer? No, he's not me. <laughs> well, hey, I'm, oh, you can drive stick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick something up. Would you want to come with me? And you're like, yeah, let's go pick something up. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Sanborn, Maine. Why do you need? Oh, oh yeah, it's the it's the heaviest, largest, um, Papa shot basketball <laughs> contraption that's ever been Which created. Which can't be disassembled. And you don't need. And they clean. dismantle it to bring it to where it is, but we have to dismantle it to get right. it out, and then dismantle it to put it back in my house. Yes. Right. And there's like 700 <laughs> stairs. Yeah. Reminds me of a swing set for the children too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. So you know, continuing on, uh, D. I couldn't tie anything to it except the word deep. You know, when it comes down to his thoughts, he's clinging to the classic orators of his time, Weird Al, Doctor Demento. Helps him shape his decision totally. Or if requires more deductive reasoning, he consults texts written in by the greats like Princess Peach or King Koopa. You know, remember that no man can win without the full understanding of A, B, B, A, A, up, down, left, right, left, right, stop, pause, or wait a minute. Is that A, B, B, A, B, 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 up, up, left, right, left, right, stop? I don't know. Adam, you can tell me. You know the code. <laughs> <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, select, start. There you go. See, I knew I was in the presence of greatness. E, we all know Adam's easygoing. Adam's your go-to guy. He's both as my brother and friend. And if you need a laugh or just someone to lighten up your stressful day, he's the man to get that laugh. You know, if he feels led, he may even draw you a picture of his family in the dark and then try to pass it off to his mother, who later framed it and hung it prominently in the living room. You know, host note for our audience, he drew a bunch of eye sockets with a white crayon on a black piece of construction paper. My mother loves this thing to death. 
If I didn't know better, Eric, I think you were a little bitter. No, no, no. No, I heard it actually is in the Louvre. It's supposed to be on display in May. Is that true, Adam? <laughs> no comment. Brother, brotherly love at its best. You know, hey, you left this topic open, so I figured I'd take advantage of it. You know, even though I joke about my brother, you know, I want to just say he's a great man. Some, you know, someone after God's heart. He's always willing to give his time and a joke or two. You know, he always always has luck on his side, but he's always ready to lend a, lend a hand, even if he's got a chainsaw, a game controller, and a hydrometer in the other. So that's how I sum Adam up as the word arcade. How about you, Paul? Well, I'm not sure that I can follow that. I figured so. That piece. That uh I, I feel like I was just at the at the first oration of the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> And I, people will be talking about this moment for years, years to come. I hope so. It'll be the most popular episode on this podcast. Yeah, it already is for me. It already is for me. Um, it's about Adam. So, so let me let me try to answer the question of poignant memory before before he was twenty five. So there's there's a lot. I mean, you know, we've played a lot of music together, uh, which is which has been fun. He plays drums. I. Uh, play acoustic here and there um that was uh, that was always fun for for whatever reason the the memory that just keeps hopping to my head is adam when did what, how old were you when you met heather oh you better get it right this will be the one <laughs> it was like the very first time i think the very first time you went you and i were there we were out we all went to a movie i was sitting like next to her and then she was sitting next to you and then it was on the previews and they were like this christmas get a great gift for you you know oh, oh get a gift get a great gift for all your friends and then i just went <laughs> cocaine and both you and Heather laughed at the same time at the same volume. And and that's the moment I was like, yeah, she's, she's the one for him. But like, that's because I just didn't, I didn't think that she was there. Like I was thinking like Adam is going to laugh at this because him and I have a very similar sense of humor and people around me will get very angry, but it, this is totally worth it because I, I can like, it's almost like before I said it, I could hear your cackle in my head already. And I was so excited to hear that. But when she laughed at the same time, I was like, yeah, she's the one too, because she's got the same, the same kind of like ridiculous, silly sense of humor, like some minor inappropriate out of, out of nowhere. So I think that's, that's where it starts. And I think in that same way, you allowed me to be, to not take life so seriously because I think I took a lot of things seriously and your brother already brought up Weird Al. And to me, that's where I learned. I was like starting out and being, Hey, music is really important and it's serious. You could say something. And you were like, yeah, she's fat. (laughs) She's fat. Shame on. And I was like, you're making fun of you. Can't, you can't do, you can't do that. And then you, you had me listen to the song Albuquerque. And I was like, Oh, you can, you can have fun and it can, the music can still be amazing. Which always made worship practices well, very tough not, to get through. Not, right, right. Not the least of which, because I didn't quite know what I was doing at that moment, and be like counting off the wrong time signature and then playing in it in the wrong time signature. So I'm coming from. How about you, Romanek? What's your what's a a poignant memory? And and remember, we're probably past the statute of limitations. I have, so any any like physical body harm is okay is okay to talk about because I know that there's a lot. <laughs> I know, right? All right. There may be a civil suit there, but not like yeah, not that criminal. So you, you should be okay. So, 
there are so many great memories, but I think the one that I, I wanted to talk about was when we were old enough to drive, but not adults yet. So we're probably like 17, we might've been 18. We had this bad habit of pushing our cars out of our driveways in the middle. <laughs> no, of the don't night mention that, please. No, I have to edit this out now. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one night where somehow we managed to convince Adam to help us push the car out of his driveway to go visit our girlfriends, of which he he didn't have one. So he was our wheel man, wheel baby. <laughs> so we. We we all snuck out through the Pfeiffer basement. No, just leave the names out, please. We used, we used <laughs> my parents listen. We all snuck out <laughs> through the basement, and Adam used his gigantic running legs from being a track star to help push the car far enough away that we could start it without waking up anybody in the house. <laughs> all right, so let's preface here. We. We pulled that thing out of the driveway, onto Depot, onto Cherry Lane, and all the way down the street before we started the car. Nope, nope, it was, no, it's well, too close to hey, the house. There was a reason. Because <laughs> you fought us the yeah. whole entire way there. <laughs> so, All right, so if we need a clarification, that was our first well, time we decided to do that, That which is a dumb idea because taking a left out of that driveway was always yeah. tougher because the right. hill went down towards the right. And then we realized the second time we did that, hey, this is easier to just turn right and coast all the way it. down through yeah. like an S-turn. You're going to do it, do it. <laughs> well, and, and so so getting him to push, first of all, was entertaining and not really his job. But I remember that night when I stopped focusing on my girlfriend for a few minutes and actually went to talk to Adam on top of that sand hill in the backwoods. And said, are you all right, Adam? He's like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing here. Like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm like, but thank you, but Adam. You understand that that wasn't the only point in that entire evening that he didn't mention, why am I here and why am I doing this? You just ignored it the whole other time trying to say, hey, we have to get to this location first. <laughs> if, if Adam was a dog breed, he'd be that breed that, like, always needs something to do, like needs a job. Like you mean like the husky? Yeah. He's a working breed. You just have to give him something he's to do. And if he's breed. not doing yes, something, absolutely. he's just he's unha very unhappy and chewing chewing the couch. Well right, you know what right, happens right. to those dogs when they aren't doing something, right? Yeah. They get super naughty. Right. Right. They start like chewing things apart and they figure out how to like tear your fridge apart from the outside in. Like that's kind of like Adam. He just turns his resting energy right. into making maple syrup and building mm -hmm. arcade cabinets right but but it's really you know i i guess in the end of that story adam was always he would help beyond what he needed out of the situation and that's what i that's one of the things i loved about it like so many good stories but totally. always helpful yeah. always willing to give extra <laughs> and now that he's dead, I just want to let everybody know. Being run up going to Disney World. Oh, dude, we had that conversation yesterday. The only, the only question I have <laughs> is right. the only thing I ever learned from your trip to Florida was how many ways you could say, "Please stand oh, yeah. clear Port of the doors." Exactly. We had a whole set of like conversation, okay? No baños? Yes. Por favor, mantenganse el ajado de las puertas. 
what no bathrooms it, it, please think no, it, it was and that was such an eclectic group of people that went to <laughs> it was pretty crazy all right so that talks about what you remember from young i mean eric kind of already went off and talked about everything about adam but what is his best feature now like, what's the thing that you like most about Adam now? And I and it may be the same thing. Like, I know, Paul, you talked about his his ability to just enjoy things, to like make to be light about things. But what what are the things that that about Adam now that you that are just impactful, awesome, wonderful, spectacular, corny? You know, I don't know if I'd use those words, but I would say that in my life where i like when i when i do a project i'll do a project and plan it all out make sure it's all structured and safe and secure um with adam it's like okay let's dive in what do we have we have a bunch of toothpicks we have duct tape and a whole lot of glue hey we can build a fortress out of this and he'll just magically put all that stuff together and breathe a sigh of relief because i only have to really worry about the small 2% of, okay, will this structure stand when I leave? And if it leaves and I can sleep at night, then I'm okay. So, you know, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. So anything I know Adam's built, um, even when he first built his first sugar, sugar shack with the cabana looking Hawaiian themed um, shack, um, you know, when I walked away from that shaking my head, I said, but Adam wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> it would have to look like it was, you know, out of uh, Honolulu or, um, you know, parts of the Caribbean. So, you know, that's one of the things that I like because I can enjoy not having to always have everything laid out and it'll be fine. If he survives, then, you know, I know it was God's plan. Well, I could describe all of this in, in this very simple mnemonic transubstantiation. Um, Copycat. <laughs> gee, yeah, stay with me. We're going to be here for an hour. (laughs) So, you know, I think to me, he's inspiring from from many levels. I mean, first of all, all of the projects and all the things that he's doing, the fact that he's always got something going on, it's very humbling to me because I'm not like that at all. You know, we were joking before we hit record that I'm not even sure he knows like that Netflix is a thing. Um, because he just has always had something going on. And whereas I'm like, all right, I finished watching that. What am I going to watch now? And he's like, I need to go build something there. I get the idea that there's not like I, I build that and then, okay, now I'm done building that. And I will enjoy that for about a half a day. And then tomorrow I'm going to start building something new. I've got a new project going on. So like the humor is there and all of my favorite memories of, are of making him laugh. Like sometimes, and, and, and it's funny because a lot of that is around when I make my son laugh. Um, a lot of times now it, I think my son laughs at that. Adam would probably laugh at that too. And he's been become my, like somebody else that like has a very similar sense of humor. Like one of the things that just kept coming up and this is totally, you had to be there thing and we might cut it. But Adam, do you remember when Darren got the bike, the motorcycle, and he was outside. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? And he was like putting on the gloves and the helmet and the other glove. And he zipped up his coat and he got on the bike and he's like, all right, guys, see you later. And as he's driving away, there's a there's a Mack truck sitting there, like a white truck. And I, and he was getting close. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if he just smashed right in the back of it? After doing all that and like, oh, I'm looking, you know, I'm, I'm looking all like, oh, I'm looking, I'm on my bike. But 
and just completely came out of the blue. And yeah, it was a, you had to be there, but you immediately knew exactly like why that was funny, even though you can't explain really stupid now, but that was the kind of thing. And that's the kind of thing that today I can go, I'll just turn to my son and, and just say one word and he'll be like, he'll get it too. So there's always that. And that's the, the like the first thing I think of, but to me, it's the, yeah, look at how busy he is. Like, look at how he's providing for his family and he's, you know, um, um, you know, for his wife and for his girls. And there's just always something going on. I'm like, I just, I just want to be more like that and not be like, Hey Paul, can you change the light, the light bulb? Uh, I'll get around to it. I have a few episodes left to watch. And, uh, and then how do I even change a light bulb? Like, how does that even work? Um, it's what YouTube's for, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, I, that's, that, I think that's what I appreciate now. And I'm, I'm humbled by now. What's better than eight cords of wood? <laughs> Cutting additional ink. Oh, working right. furnace. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I think there's so many things, and if so, I guess if I have to pick one, I love the fact that Adam doesn't think he's Type A, but he is the most obsessed with side projects, and and maybe he's not Type A because he's in he the spirit of Type A sense. Yes, right. He doesn't structure it quite the same way as his brother does. Right. But it's really funny because we give Eric a hard time about being type A or Fife. And we don't give Adam a hard time about it, but he really is. Like, like Paul said, he can't stop doing stuff. Like it's actually beyond his capability. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't sleep much because I'm pretty sure that's the only way he has time to do all of the stuff that he does. Little do you know he's built him a copy of himself and he just, you know, runs it in the hours after hours. Uh, see, now that would that would be the answer. He <laughs> built a cloning machine and now he's got himself sitting here on the pod. All those years we gave Tower a hard time about cloning sheep and all whole Adam was in the background formulating a larger plan. <laughs> Adam was the sheep. Yes, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then the last question I have before we turn this over to Adam and let him do his rebuttal is what do you think over the long term and and maybe we've already answered this but what do you think over the long term adam brought to this group and i can go first on this one while you guys think about it so like i think there's so many things that that i've loved about walking with adam over the last 30 years but one of the things that i've really enjoyed is the fact that he always goes back to god and i don't think that that's really come up here but he is really always working hard to hear what God's saying and do it and share it. And some of, some of my favorite experiences with him are being in ministry time with him while he hears what God says and then praying for the people that he's talking to about what God said to them, you know, and that bears out in the conversations that I have with him. It bears out in, in the ways that he talks to me and the ways that he brings God's word to me as well. And so I, you know, I just feel like, over the last 30 years, I've just loved seeing that and seeing that not fade. And I feel like that's yeah. a really important thing okay. that he brought to this group. With that, we can wrap up. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, Eric, I feel a little <laughs> off put because I took a lot of time to build this diatribe. And I mentioned that in, in Mnemonic and you obviously just didn't pick up on it or hear anything that I stated prior to that. So I'm a little offended by that ordeal. Uh, just now, all about miss because now you can be my wife and just should I say it in her something. voice or do you want me to just you know <laughs> I, 
I haven't yeah, practiced yet. Uh, I'm a little try. bit off rusty. <laughs> um, you know, but there was a part in there <laughs> about, um, you know, God's heart and willing to give his time. And a joke or two, it was mingled in between the Indiana Jones, you know, dissertation and, yeah. um, you know, how he was uh, going to be uh, displayed in the Louvre in May. Uh, again, that's truthful. Uh, you might want to just go to Louvre's website and double check on that link. Um, <laughs> yeah, Louvre. Yeah, Louvre.org? Exactly. Exactly. It's the French. It's the French Louvre. Museum. Um <laughs> <laughs> although those are for sale on his own website adampfeiffer.com <laughs> maple set to lose yes that uh that's so wrong on all levels when he when he starts building those product lines we are going to have to bring him on and he can do a little uh you know <laughs> sales spiel no yeah for me i mean i i get the luxury of being his brother in my 45 years of knowing him there have been some awesome great memories that we've formed and and we did and and i'm gonna just share this small little excerpt and hopefully i can take the audio file and maybe put it in here i'm not quite sure i'm gonna play it but when we kind of formulated this podcast a long time ago i never in my right mind ever remembered any of the stuff that we did as kids and you probably did you get this audio file adam today from uh our sister yeah so this audio file um, she had pulled from a tape cassette that we had created when we were kids of a similar radio talk show kind of made up thing. And it's got, you know, him and I and uh, my sister all in this thing. And the funny thing out of the whole entire uh, recording is that Adam doesn't contribute a whole lot of audio, but he contributes a ton of a ton of sound effects and keyboard tones and everything. And it's like almost like it couldn't have been better planned when you listen to it. And I'll have to send you guys it. And I'll, I think I'll definitely try to suck it into the podcast because it's definitely well worth listening. It's just funny because it kind of just shows how creative my brother's been and how awesome his personality is and how no matter what the situation or whatever hands dealt to him, he's able to, you know, come out smiling and able to, navigate the situation almost that you know uh, uh, my daughter and and son always go you know how is adam so lucky a lot of times it's like you know how does he not have his house fall on top of him how does he not do you know how does he not get super injured how does he you know not electrocute himself or you know whatever the above (laughs) and you know they kind of look at me and they shake their head it's like i don't understand our uncle he's so weird he's so bizarre but, you know, they're so intrigued by that whole ordeal. And, you know, uh, for me, that's awesome because it's like that's the one thing that I try to do in myself is to stay consistent and stay, you know, the same in terms of who I am and who my character is. And that throughout the times from when I knew him, you know, when we were kids and and, you know, when we're adults now. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, for me, what he brought to this group um, and it's funny because, man, I did not expect to think of something in this moment that I didn't realize. I think he brought, for me, I think he brought safety and a way in because while both Fife and Eric, I was close with and I connected with, I feel like Adam was safer to me because we had that's humor. And maybe I felt like he was like, I almost felt like we were both younger and like the two Eric's were like more like a little older and more mature. And so like, yeah, that 345 days makes a big difference. It does, damn it. <laughs> Titty me now. Like, I feel like 
had he not been there, I might have felt less safe or less like more less part of the group. I mean, you guys definitely made me feel like, like part of the group, but I think I fo- felt like more part of the group um, because of that. And like Eric, you're saying, oh, this is my brother. Like we would joke about brother from another mother all the time. And like being on the same wavelength and like, where's your other wife? You know, his wife would be like, where's when's your other wife getting here? Like, and, it, and I think it like the loyalty and like selfless, but I think just, just brother. And like, just when you're connecting with somebody that not that I don't connect with other guys, but it's, it's so fascinating to me. And that's one of the reasons I want to do the podcast is because the different relation, even just in the four of us here, the relationships are so different among us, depending on what the dynamic is when it's just one-on-one, when it's, you know, all four of us, when it's just three of us, um, you know, when it's just Fife and Eric and I, and all of a sudden it's Apple versus, uh, versus, you know, windows or, you know, <laughs> Apple versus, uh, Android or, or whatever, or, you know, um, yeah. So it's, it's fascinating. Do, do you remember that time period, uh, Paul, where, where I think we we started at like eleven thirty. <laughs> we get in the car, and we would go try to find a new route to somewhere. <laughs> where we would actually, there have been there were several times we ended up up in Western Mass at about two thirty in the morning, or up in Vermont, yeah. <laughs> coming back a yeah. different route or trying to find a different way. We'd just be yeah. like, hey, let's go find yeah. a new route somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> we just get in yeah, the car and, and, and you know probably your large Bronco. Um, that made lots of noise. Um, it was really fun to drive. Spending five dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a blazer. Right. Strike two Shiny on blazer. the uh, inferences there. <laughs> you were the one with the Bronco. Right. I know. Bronco you had the small two, little the box. Too. That's small. Yes. It is still on a golf, golf course. Which is another story when your yeah, turn comes indeed. up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam. So, what do you think you brought to this group? Because you've now been, we've been doing this for a long time. That's a that's a that's a loaded question. It is, and um, you've got ten minutes to do it. <laughs> ten minutes. I think one of my natural gifts is is being able to to take different personalities and take different relationships and bring them together. Mm-hmm. That they wouldn't be able to come together in. Uh, I've seen it so many different times, not only just in relationships, but also in like just different items and stuff. Like, for instance, one of my. What are you, Gorilla yeah, Glue? He's basically kind of, an epoxy. Kind of. <laughs> Mix the two parts, uh, do it quickly. I've ha- I had uh, just in certain situations and certain, cir- certain circumstances where either someone's, for instance, someone's getting rid of something and, and, and we all give a good example. One of the things I ended up doing was uh, one of my friends was, was renovating her house and uh, she ended up getting rid of like 30, 45 uh, double pane Anderson windows. She was redoing all the, all the, all the windows in the house and they were less than seven years old and they were, they were larger size windows. So they wouldn't even fit my, my house. But I'm like, what do you do with them? She's like, just toss them away. I'm like, no, I'll, I'll come get them. So I ended up putting them in in the in the in the barn, and they sat there for about for about six months. But all of a sudden, a friend of mine was was renovating a house out in out in the uh, 
Western New Hampshire and uh, was looking for windows. And I'm like, well, I, I have almost 50 windows sitting in my barn. Why don't you come check them out? So he came over that day, measured them out, went out to the location, and sure enough, they were a perfect fit and the right amount of windows for everything that he needed to put into the. And he saved himself money just by taking those windows. So I, I have a natural gift for for finding the best in things and bringing bringing people together that that wouldn't necessarily come together. And, and it's just been one of those things where I've, I've noticed that just in oh, just looking back on my life and and opportunities and, and relationships that I've been able to grow and been able to speak into people's lives with. It's just, uh, it's, it's pretty, pretty exciting, but, but also from that standpoint, being able to have fun along the way and just be lighthearted. Just, it's just, I, I just have a, I like to, I'll use a professional, effervescent personality. Professional. <laughs> Big words. Effervescent is a term for alcohol, Adam. I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> how, you know. Well, all right, fine. it is fun. What are you? I'm not sure it's professional. Yeah. You're, you're like that Bush commercial. Effervescence. Does that make you prosecco or champagne? That'd be close. Probably mix of both. Uh, Champagne. But no, it's. I just look back and look at all the relationships I've been able to kind of formulate in, and it's not just from my, just me personally, but also in my family life too, and the, and both my wife Heather and I are very effervescent people and um we we just have a have a we just love to serve we just love to serve and be there and if hey you got to chop down a tree great gives me excuse to hang out with you let's go chop down a tree you know and but but being able to to just find opportunity to build a relationship is really where it comes down to so now it's 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 cool and and it's just neat to see look back at all the different relationships and different friendships with different personalities that I, I have and ca- have kept over the years. It's just pretty insane. And then being able to bring those people together and those relationships that form out of that, that would have never, never really come together unless there was that, that binding agent. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's been a joy, man, but hopefully uh... everything must come to an end, right? Uh, yeah, we've got some, we've got some decades left here. Let's not let's make that not make that early. Be, between my epitaph and yeah, you trying to please. bump him off, you know, it sounds like you know we're gonna yeah. have no yeah, show at the end what, of these guys? four. Let's not do me next week. All right, let's. <laughs> Can we just not... yeah, wait a minute. Let me finish getting my life insurance policy Seriously. in place, and then we'll do. Me. <laughs> Remember, ten times, ten x. <laughs> yeah it's been great uh thank you guys so much this was i think this was really yeah. good so now you all know adam a little better at least from our perspective you may not know him at all but you know what we think of and him. knowing is half the battle um, you know or rebuke you know and uh, refute any of these conversations that we've had and and put it in the comments or you know comment on our facebook page we'd love to you know hear you know exactly what you really think of you know adam for this you know episode and and you know hopefully future episodes of maybe paul adam and eric <laughs> or sorry for 19 all eric and eric yes exactly yeah well we might as well do adam again right you know it's always a <laughs> show number four the first show also be last is that what this is Mm-hmm. that's the way it works yep first in first out <laughs> hey guys thanks for listening and as promised here is that audio clip that i spoke about 
earlier in the podcast. Enjoy. Hi, we're here live at WRKO Live TV4. Here we are in WRKO Live. We are now going to hear about the weather with Eric Hi, listening to the forefathers podcast where we talk about faith fatherhood and other f words if you want to learn more head over to our website at the number four fatherspodcast.com if you'd like to help our show make sure you give us a review on itunes or in the podcast app of your choice those reviews help others find our show and if you have any other questions or comments you can send those to feedback at forefatherspodcast.com